You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonsoir, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. If it's the first time you hear that thick accent of mine, it's from France, Paris. City of lovers and city of lights. And we talk about that on the show. We talk about your relationships. We talk about romance, you call, love story. But let's talk about a quick story that just happened earlier before I came here to the studio. You know, I'm looking for a car. I live up in Chicago. It's very cold in the winter, so I'm looking for a four-wheel drive. I get to that dealership. And there is a little fight going on between a husband and wife because the wife wants to buy a minivan and he wants to just stick to the four-wheel drive. And I just, can I be honest? I think that, you know, he should have gone for the minivan just to please his wife because the one thing everybody has learned, happy wife, happy life. But I left the dealership before they took the decision. But I don't know if you've been there, but it's just one of those funny scenes where one has an idea for one thing and the other has for another car. And then you do what? You call me on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. You'd call that next on the rendezvous. Simon Marcel, you're listening to The Rendezvous. You have a question? You call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Paige. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Paige. What's up? Um, I have been dating this guy for about three months now. Uh-huh. Everything has been going great. And last night we were actually talking about taking the next step and kind of making our relationship official. Mm-hmm. And he got very quiet and then basically told me that he needed me to lose about 15 or 20 pounds before we could do that. That's not serious. No. And, and, on one hand, I understand, like, you know, we all have things that we're physically attracted to. But here, everything has been great for all this time, and this just kind of came out of left field. Wait a and minute. And I, I don't know what to do with it. I don't, do, I don't know if I stay or if I go. So it's hard for me not to get mad at him because basically you guys have been dating kind of a down, on the down low for three months. So, uh, yeah. right, I assume there was some ooh-la-la, I assume you guys' intimacy, you guys had all of that, right? Yes, definitely uh, ooh-la-la. ooh la and now he says, well, you know, you're not good enough publicly as you are, so lose 15 or 20 pounds, that's what he's saying, really. Yeah, that is right. what he's saying. So, listen, with that kind of jerk, I mean, I'm sorry to say that I don't like to get mad, but you dump him and you tell him to kiss you derrière, bye-bye, because who do he thinks he is to dare to tell you three months in after so much fun together, so much ooh-la-la, so much chemistry, that before you go public, you need to lose 20 pounds, makes me mad. So no, 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 no. This time, I don't give a second chance. I'm sorry, but you cannot let somebody disrespect you like that. So I don't want you to stay with him. I'm sorry, Paige. Don't worry about the weight and tell him to kiss you, Daria, goodbye. Thank you, Simon. Be I, strong. That's what my heart was saying, but it's, be, yeah, it's so be, hard. Yeah, well, send that jerk back where he belongs, far away from you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so <laughs> glad you called me, but don't let him disrespect you like that. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, by the way, for calling, and, and good luck to you, Paige. You know, it, it's, Thank you. You're welcome. The one thing that really I want to talk about is why I don't believe in relationships starting on the down low, and that's next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. You know, we just had this call uh, with Paige who just, you know, were really hurt because the guy she was seeing you know, on a down low for three months, 
when it was time to go public, said to her, hey, first you're going to lose 15 to 20 pounds. I just couldn't believe a jerk like that would say that. So I told her, hey, dump this guy and tell him to kiss you there. Au revoir. But really, there's a lesson of this. When you date somebody, and after I would say a month, they don't want to introduce you to their friends. They keep you only for themselves. And then you feel like it's not because they just want to get to know you because something is off. Leave those guys or these women away. I mean, it's a key thing. Nothing good grows without the sun. It's like flowers. Nature needs the light. Relationships needs light to grow. And light is being public, not being always in the secret. And if you want to know why someone keeps you in the shadow, I'll tell you that next on The Rendezvous. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Have you ever been kept in the shadow or kept someone in the shadow while you were dating them? So I got I to gotta be honest. I did that more than once in my life, in my 30s, in my 20s. And um, you're not exclusive. You're just going all over the place. And that's why I would never introduce a woman I was dating because I was dating somebody else and somebody else, which is exactly what's going on, by the way, with online dating. Everybody's kind of like dating everybody for a while. And then you like somebody. But the lesson of this is once you start dating somebody on a regular basis for more than a month or two, and you feel, and I felt like this, that the person that you with doesn't want to introduce you to their friends or you're not being introduced, it's because they have no desire to have a future with you. You're only there for the present. It was true for me, and shame on me for that. And it's true for anybody else in that position. So just that, keep in mind so that you cannot do like me. You do better than me. That's the point of this show. I'm going back to you calls next on The Rendezvous. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. When you have a question about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Annie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Annie. What is going on? What's up? Oh, okay, I've been with my boyfriend for three years now. Okay. And um, he's wonderful. Everything's great. The only problem is I kind of, and I don't know if this is like normal in relationships, but I feel like I like am not as in love with him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as I used to be. Like, I don't need a honeymoon phase all the time, but I feel like I've kind of fallen out of love with him. And I don't know if I need to like try to fall back in love with him. It's like I want to, I but I don't know how. So, first question, do you still like to ooh-la-la with him? Yeah. Okay, so there's... Sometimes. Sometimes. Because so, that's... If you have not lost the desire to be intimate, that's a good sign. Another thing... Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Do you want a future with him when you think, you know, alone during the day? I do. That's do. the problem, is I want a future, but I feel like I'm falling out of love with him. And what has he done differently that you think is the reason why... Nothing. Nothing. It's just boring. You're bored stiff. Yeah. I get that. So here's here's my advice on this one, okay? We spend more time talking to each other than ooh-la-la doing other things. And over yeah. the next six months, you don't have to do anything specially. You just let the flow of life and love happen. If it doesn't happen, then you think of getting out because... For him, it would be terrible to know how bored you are. And for you, life is, right? life is too short to be bored. Too short. And since you guys are not yeah. married and have no kids, I would not tell you, oh, you've got to make it work. I'm going to tell you, live life, love life, enjoy life. 
if this man is, is, yeah. is not the one for you, it's okay. So I think that, you know, you, you see how it goes. You try to have a little fun. Let the, the flow of love either die slowly or it's going to awaken again and it's going to be wonderful. You just have to just ride the flow. That's it. Okay, I'll ride the flow. Yeah, ride the flow and see how you feel in six months. Thank you. Yes, good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. too. I got to be honest. I've been bored in a relationship and maybe I was boring to a person in a relationship. That happens. So let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel, you're listening to The Rendezvous. Have you ever felt like bored stiff with your partner? I mean, think about it. How many times all of us I've been in the shoes of my last caller, just bored, stiff, nothing to say, nothing to do, and we've just been there, done that, heard all the stories of our partner, and then wonder, oh my God, what's next? I've been there. I've been bored, stiff, and I'm sure I bored somebody stiff too, so I'm guilty of that. But it's a normal thing also. We both have to realize we have to entertain ourselves first and then entertain each other too. Right? It's like it takes two to tango, it takes two to entertain ourselves. And the good news is, I found a list for you of all the things you can do when you're in a relationship not to be bored. You don't want to miss it. That's next on The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel, welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm laughing because I just had a flashback where I wonder if we ask women who dated me, were they at one point bored stiff with me? And I'm sure a few would say yes. I have to be honest. Who hasn't either been bored stiff or like you were the person boring to somebody else? So here's the good news. I found a couple of stuff to change that. Well, remember, so let's say both of you are bored stiff. You can always like, hey, go back to the beginning and go on a date. You know, stick to the basic of the beginning. Go watch a new movie, a show, a concert. And how about step out of the comfort zone and go hike, go skiing, go ice skating, just something like that. Just don't pretend you're not bored. Stop being bored and do something about it. So now I'm going to go to your calls and they're never boring at 855-905-8255. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. You have a question or doubt about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Opaline. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on? So, um, I was dating this guy for a month mm-hmm. and he ended up moving back home to Tennessee. Okay. So he wants me to come visit him. Okay. And I definitely do want to go visit him, but he has a better paying job. So shouldn't he pay for me to go see him and I shouldn't have to pay, right? Absolutely. Listen, okay. it's a matter of expressing your desire. He makes more money than you. First of all, I'm old school, so I always pay for everything. But let's just say the normal school. You know, he makes more money than you. You making the effort to fly to him. I mean, on the name of what should you pay for that ticket? So either he sends you an e-ticket and then you go and you have a fabulous time. Or he's being cheap and like pretending that you know he doesn't know who's going to pay. And you don't go back there. Because really for a man, and that's how I feel as an old school man, it is an expression of a desire for you when we do this. So Opaline, I say 100%, either he invites you and sends you the e-ticket or he'll never see you again. Plain and simple. Okay. <laughs> Good call. You've got to protect your dignity, girl. Don't let some, I know, I know. Yeah. He wants to see me bad enough, he'll pay for it. Absolutely. Well, in which world do we live? I mean, that guys don't know what to do. So, And if he doesn't know what to do, you can tell him to call me too. I'll definitely straight him out. 
That would be amazing. <laughs> no problem. So good luck to you. You know what to do now. And I keep my fingers crossed that it'll be romantic and send you that etiquette and you guys can continue that relationship you just started. Okay, awesome. Thank you, Simon. Anytime. Best of luck to you and have a good night. Thank you, you too. I got to tell you, I'm kind of disgusted by that guy. I mean, how, if you really love someone, you do everything you can to see that someone. And if you got the means to pay for the ticket, what the heck? So I want to talk about that next and share some of my experiences. Stay with me. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Call me old school. Maybe it's just my age. Maybe it's just my education. But where I'm from, my father has paid for my mom in the last 52 years for everything. Even though my mom makes good money too, he told me, right or wrong, you always pay for your girlfriend or your fiancé or your wife. It's a sign of love. It's a sign of expression that you care. And that's what we do. Now, that last call when Opaline didn't know, you know, if she should go to her boyfriend if he didn't pay for the ticket, I said absolutely not. And let me tell you this. When I was a student and I was a bit broke, I would have to save money to take my girlfriend out. I would. That is the old school way. When we love somebody, we save and we show our love. Stinginess is a sign of hate, not a sign of love. I want to share my thoughts why you should never date or marry somebody stingy. That's next on The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel, you're listening to The Rendezvous. When you are generous, you give with love. When you're stingy, you give with hate or regret. You give with anger because giving something, and it's not just financial, it's with your lover, with your friends, sometimes with your kids. Stinginess is not an expression of love or reason. It's an expression of hate and being upset at giving part of you. And I just want to say that if you feel like that when somebody on an anniversary, on your birthday, your partner gives you something beautiful, but you feel that they're upset they've given you so much or that you owe them, you, you're dating somebody stingy. And my mom said something wonderful. She said, you should give, give more, give again. You can never give enough to someone you love. And that's how I've been educated. Next, I'm going to go back to the phone lines on the rendezvous. Bonjour, it's Simon Marcel. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. You know I believe romance is alive. I know romance is alive because you share your stories here at 855-905-8255 every night with me, and I love it. I got Ashley who says she has a great love story, a romantic story for me. Bonjour, Ashley. Bonjour. Bonjour, bonjour. So you said you have a, a wonderful romantic story to share? I do. It's super sweet. Um mm-hmm. I went through a divorce with a, uh, my first husband and was really super sad and uh, took about a, a year to get through that. And I had reconnected with my high school sweetheart. And on our first date, he actually took me back and we relived our first date as teenagers. So as teenagers, we were kids. So we went to uh, a restaurant and to a movie. And so we did the same exact thing, but then in our hometown was very small. Mm-hmm. And so we had driven by our high school when we were teenagers and had our first kiss at our high school. And so <laughs> he actually drove us back to our hometown to have that same first kiss again in the same location at our high school. I got to ask you, because I love that story. Was it as magic, more magic or less magic? I think it was more because we got to have a second first kiss and a second first date. And now we can appreciate each other even more with both of us coming out of divorces. 
You know what I love about this story is that you can have it's like a second chance, even better, right? You, when you do this, you go back in time, and then you have a chance to like, like do another moment of magic romance. Th- this is very sweet, actually. I mean, I love that story, and it's very inspiring, very inspiring. And I'm going to talk about that next. How much if you had a great moment with a partner, you can go back to that moment years later on, and re enjoy the moment. That is inspiring. Thank you so much, Ashley, for, for uh, sharing that with, uh, with me. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Have a good night. You too. More Rendezvous next. Bonsoir. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. You know, it's something that I've mentioned. I want to thank you first always for, for listening to, uh, to me after your long day of work. Or maybe you're still at work because I know it's late at night and you're with me. And, and thank you for that. But I want to say something special tonight. Because this show is not a one-man show, it's a team show, and I want to thank my producers. I got three extraordinary producers. I got Jill, I got Trisha, I got Adam, and they make, prepare all the social media, all of this. We work as a team, you know, the musketeers of the rendezvous. It's all for one, one for all, always. And so I want to thank them tonight for preparing the show with me and every day. We all love this show. And we're happy to have you listening to it and calling us. But that shout out tonight is my team of producers who are with me patiently and dealing with me and my French shenanigans every single day. Thank you, guys. I love you. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow night with more of the calls, love story and everything else. Until then, have a good night. Bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.